T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from Chicago, and the results are good. Wow. A, well, a four-game sweep. The game is over. The series is over. And the results are indeed uh, sky high here. Welcome in, everybody. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim. And the Brewers just had a big old four-game beatdown over the Chicago Cubs, not only beating them in this four-game set, but they've won nine consecutive over the Chicago Cubs. And, guys, it really doesn't matter. You can, you can think less of me for making these types of statements. That's okay. That's all right. I'll sleep well tonight. But despite all the exits, including now Jake Arrieta, the Brewers put him out of commission. That was sweet to see. Um, Rizzo out and Baez out, Bryant out, all these guys out. And who are these Cubs and all that? It doesn't matter. It's still just as sweet as, as beating them when they're in, in, uh, in full force. It, it just doesn't matter. I, you know, I don't forget. I don't forget big homers uh, from Anthony Rizzo off Josh Hader. I don't forget leadoff home runs by Alfonso Soriano. I don't get, uh, I don't forget, I should say, uh, big time performances from Hendricks, Quintana, Mills last year. I don't forget all these things. Just because the Cubs suck does not mean I don't take a great amount of pleasure in doing what they did to the Chicago Cubs here in this series. They outscored them 37 to 9. 37 runs to 9 in a four-game set. This was this was men against boys. That's what this was down at Wrigley Field. And the Brewers for their efforts now 24 games over 500. That is now a new high water mark, 70 and 46 and 46 games remain here in the 21 championship season. Oh, boy, do we have a highlight package for you. As as we sit here live in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state, learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. 
Does it soften the blow on the sweetness just because the Cubs are in, in flux here a little bit for you, Sam Smiths? I know you're a big Brewer fan, dislike the Cubs very much. See, I'm all right with saying I hate the Cubs. I don't hate the player themselves. I hate the team. I don't hate the fans. I hate the team. But does is it a is it still sweet for you despite them being, you know, in, in transition? Absolutely. And I can't I have I've been waiting to talk to you about this because Rami, every time we talk about it, he's like always oh, trying to play it down, which he's got a point. But I mean, when you're a Brewers fan, you come up with those guys on the Cubs and all that, and you go through a couple struggles as a fan yourself. You're just waiting for days like this. And when it happens, you can't take it for granted. No, I you know, I don't forget even more recently, even in fact in the series, I don't forget Rafael Ortega doing a bat flip on a bases loaded walk. What are you doing, dude? Really? I don't forget Patrick Wisdom giving a stare down to Freddie Peralta. I mean, I don't I don't forget those things along with everything I just mentioned, the Quintana shutting him down. I don't forget Wilson Contreras stirring up all his garbage. This is just sweet for me. I just I'm like a kid in a candy store here. This is like Christmas to me. And if if I'm being childish about this, so be it. I'm being a fan. Big deal. We have to remember the tough times against the Chicago Cubs. We have to remember that they infiltrate our own stadium and then are as obnoxious as the most, most of the drunks that, that are in there uh, from Wisconsin. And again, you got to control yourself. you got to be civil about things. But, you know, again, we fights in the stands, all that stuff. I just love this. And I can get used to this big time as uh, we move forward in a Cubs transition. All right, so the uh, Brewers offense bangs out another big game today. 22 hits, 17 runs. And and seemingly, you know, we talked about this last night after the victory. 10-zip shutout win. Is the offense World Series worthy? I think they can get even I think, in fact, I think they will get even better as the season moves along. I not only think that they're deep postseason World Series worthy, but they will get better from this point on. Yeah, are there going to be games where the other guy's on and, and they get shut down for sure? There'll be occasional games like that. But I do believe this offense is, is just scratching the surface here. They've got a loaded and deep offense. Now, again, all this with the caveat of health, we all got to keep that in mind, but you, you, don't, you don't plan on injuries, but you just know they're there and so that things could change. I'm just saying in full health, this offense, look out, is going to get even better. I absolutely believe that. So you have Luis Urias, a five-hit game, three doubles, two homers. Jace Peterson with five hits. Manny Pena with two. He's got three hits. Yeah. Those three, I was going to say characters, <laughs> because normally they're not even in the, well, they wouldn't be in the starting lineup, an A lineup. Those three guys were 13 for 17 with 15 RBIs and five home runs. 15 of the 17 knocked in were by Urias, Manny Pena, and Jace Peterson. How do you wrap your brain around that? This is all in an effort down the line to have these guys come up 
in crucial and clutch situations and have the confidence to come through. I would say if indeed they make the playoffs, but it sure looks like they're headed in that direction. 46 to play, eight in, eight above in the central Com- coming into today's game. But as we talked about last night, the offense, is it World Series worthy? We know the starting pitching is. We had a brief conversation about this last night. The bullpen, let's, let's find out once they get, get back going here. Josh Hader activated and in pitched a scoreless frame today. We will get to a highlight package if you missed this one. These, I mean, when, when I play these highlights for you, I have a great time doing this. More so than any other show versus any other team. <laughs> this is, I just want to laugh at them. Yeah, they got the World Series. I get it. And 16 and things are going Cub crazy and all the Cub flags all over my hometown of Kenosha, Wisconsin. They were everywhere. Hmm. Don't see them too much lately. In fact, three houses down from my house. I don't know where that's been. That's been up there for years. There, there you go. That, that, I don't know what it is. The, the wind flag, what, whatever they call it down there in Chicago, that, that, I don't know, rag that they, that they fly. Um, that I haven't seen, we haven't seen that in days. I'm sorry, years, a couple of years now, two years. So, uh, okay. This is kind of sweet though. 414-799-1250. We talk about the starting pitching. The, um, the, the bullpen will wait on, but the prognosis looks good for the pen. Hunter Strickland, Jay Cousins back in, Josh Hader back in, Boxberger, Williams. So we can get to that in a, in a later conversation. But for this one, the offense, Adamas, guys like Omar Narvaez and Wong and Yelly, a multi-hit game today, by the way. I don't care if it's against the Cubs and a AAA squad. I don't care. That, that's not what counts here. What counts is the production. And this team is rolling. Uh, now, the seven games, we, we've talked about this uh, probably four or five times here in the last few days. And that is the seven games against the Cubs and the Pirates. It's Monday through Sunday, four against the Cubs, three against the Pirates. The, the road trip continues, three in St. Louis. I'll leave that out of it for now. <clears throat> but these seven games, going into it, we were saying, yeah, you know, five and two be good. You're on the road. You are a good road team. They aren't very good, both Cubs and Pirates. So five and two I don't think is a stretch at all. I think you could do that. Well, now winning the first four, I think we recalibrate that. We say six and one. Take the series over the weekend in Pittsburgh and, and get into St. Louis rolling with a six and one road trip. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, we'll get to our game recap. We're going to hear from Craig Council. I would imagine we're going to hear from one, if not more, of the following three. Urias, Manny Pena, and Jace Peterson. 13 for 17 today. Five home runs and 15 RBIs. Now, Stats Inc. had this up there. It is the first time that the five, six, seven hitters on any team since 1912 have gone 13 for 17 with five. I made all of that up. I'm just saying. Let's go to Roger. Roger, you're on the fan. What's going on, Roger? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I 
don't know. You know, I'd like to get word down to Chicago Sports Talk that you skipped even commenting on this game because of the crappy and poor performance of the Chicago Cubs. Is it really worthy of us talking about it? Or maybe we could just skip to World Series talk. Is a 14-run victory worthy? Uh, does that justify us talking about series? Let's, you could have an open, uh, you know, do you ever have, like, uh, open mic? You know, you can just, I mean, is this game worthy of talking about? Wasn't that embarrassment? My heart goes out to Cubby fans. Oh, come on. Hardly no, worth now. Uh, hardly worth talking. Tim, if you were honest, doesn't a part of you isn't there a small voice telling you, Timmy, this isn't worth applying your expertise? <laughs> you know, I mean, truthfully, no. <laughs> what an embarrassing performance. Format. That was super cool to see that embarrassing performance. I'm giddy well, about I, that. I didn't say it wasn't cool. It's just it just doesn't meet our standards. I, I hear what you're it saying, really... and I want to I want to bounce this off you, Roger, real quick because I've got a bunch of people waiting. I wanted to bounce at this. I shocked Evan Heffelfinger last night on the show. We were talking off the air, and we were talking about a, a white flag rule. A run rule, not not necessarily a run rule, but a white flag rule, and that would be, and I know this goes against some of the principles that I've conveyed over the years on this show, but I think that the league may entertain the idea at some point, and this is for health, this is for, this is for time, this is for a lot of different reasons. I don't know. I think they should, if both managers agree to end end a game after seven innings. I think they ought to tinker with that idea. I really do. As long as they put a nice twist to it. Like, no, it has to one one club throwing in the towel and the manager has to go out waving a big white flag. I'm all no, for but the, that. Uh, the but... other manager, though, the other manager may want to get some work in for some guys in lower leverage situations, and, and that, that opportunity would be taken away from him. I think both managers would have to agree on it. It's, something to, it's just something to think about, Roger. That's see, all. See, now that's a worthy topic over this, this game we just watched. <laughs> okay. Take it easy. <laughs> Very good. All right, 799-1250. Let's go to Brett. Brett, you're next. 17 runs, 22 hits for this Brewers offense. World Series worthy? <laughs> hey, Tim. Wow. I, uh, I don't know World I don't know if it's World Series worthy yet, but this this was a fun four days for sure. Um, one thing I, I do want to mention, you know, I'm totally with you. I'm not. There is no part of me that's feeling sorry for these suckers. Um, you know, last night, earlier in the year, um, we hit Contreras and we hit a couple guys um, a couple times, and Ross went on that big tirade. Oh, you guys got to learn how to pitch inside, and then he mm-hmm. throws at Woodruff, and they've hit Avi two games in a row now and yep. it sounds like we got away with it and he, he doesn't have a broken hand or something but and i know Council's not this type of guy and this is kind this is old school baseball and the better way to do it is to clean their clocks four games in a row but out of love for someone to just get 
thrown at, you know, this series. Just don't mess with us. I know you guys suck now, but um, play the game the right way. So, All right. All right. Very good. And one good. more thing, Tim. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to be down there uh, these four games and just a little bit of radio hang on the line here. Um, my dad was down there, and he, he does have some injury news. He's going to be calling in. Sounds like something might have happened in BP, so keep all your callers listening. Okay, very good. We have a little BP injury news. Okay, interesting. We have sources. That's that's what we have here. 414-799-1250. You can talk about the offense. Um, Brett just brought up a good point. Do you feel any compassion at all for the Cubs? Do you do you do you feel that no oh, man, that's just tough to watch. That's just, you know, that's that's not right. I felt that way when my kid was playing travel ball. I felt that way when my kid was playing college baseball. Like, come on, enough of this. You know what I mean? It's seventeen to two or whatever. Come on, let's let's be done. Not in the big leagues. Doesn't work like that here. And and, and again, we don't forget. But do you have a heart? Are you a little more on the softer side? Do you show some compassion and feel bad for that cubby blue and all those fans that suffered for so many years? And now they trade away all their iconic players and Rizzo and Bryant and those heroes like Arietta. I won't lose an ounce of sleep. In fact, I'm going to celebrate tonight <laughs> because they're that bad. Yeah, you could t- you could say I'm going to burn in hell because I got I got a heart with just the blackened soul inside of it. But I, and that's just the way I feel because I don't forget that other stuff that went on. Wilson Contreras pointing into the Brewers dugout after a double. I don't forget Quintana, like, shutting them down for a year and a half, shutout after shutout after shutout. I don't forget about all those fans dubbing it Wrigley North. Let's see what happens in the next couple of years with Cub tickets. I don't think I'd use it as a lucrative opportunity anymore, Brewers fans, because I don't think the demand is going to be there. All good things. All good things. All right. 799-1250. So two things. Going back to last night, World Series worthy? Is this offense there? And number two, do you show any compassion or understanding at all about the Cubs' plight right now? Yeah. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Brewers get a 17-4 victory in Game 4, this four-game set. And uh, that was very nice of my ex-wife to borrow the crew her broom as they uh, sweep them in this four-game set. And they're on to Pittsburgh as the Brewers run the mark now to 70-46. and And it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas around here. 24 games over 500. I, again, this is a, t- a tough kind of a a brain teaser here, if you will. It challenges you a little bit in terms of 
well, it is only the Cubs. You know, they're not good. It is only the Pirates. They're, they, you know, they're not good. And, and you get this in, in all the sports as well. You know, the Packers to beat up on, you know, some bottom feeder there. And you say, well, you, you don't take as much pleasure out of that. But why would you dock them points, discredit them for doing what they're supposed to do against those guys? Whoever is, is in, in the lineup. So I've always said that you, you give full credit. Those guys are major leaguers. They're trying to get outs. Uh, is there a lack of a little bit of talent compared to the Brewers? For sure. There is, and, and we'll acknowledge that. But don't discredit the Brewers or any other team that beats up on a bottom feeder because that's what they're supposed to do, and they got the job done. All right, 799-1250 to Patrick. Patrick, you're next on the fan. Hey, thanks for taking my call, franchise. Yeah, I don't feel embarrassed at all for this team. That's that's, that's ridiculous. Like, uh, I just, we, I'm so happy we're putting it to them every game. I, I was wondering, could one of our beat reporters, like, go over to the locker room and talk to Patrick Wisdom to see how he feels now about, like, staring down Freddie Peralta <laughs> in game one? After yep. the beatdown we just gave them in the first Yeah, what was that games? all about? I, I don't know if there's history. I, I, we looked, and it didn't look like they may have faced each other in the minors at all. Wisdom's a 2012 draft choice, so he's a Tyrone Taylor model year. But it, it didn't appear that we found any connection between Peralta and Wisdom. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was, I mean, I'm almost embarrassed just for him, like, after the well, how about the Ortega game. bat flip? Was it or- yeah. or- Ortega? Wasn't he a bat flip on a on a bases loaded walk or something? Yeah, I didn't see that one. Or I think was that in today's game? I think that was in today's game. But yeah, I, I didn't see that one. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was ridiculous. But going back to the offense, yeah, I think this team is World Series ready, and and I, you know we're only like what eleven, twelve games in of having Escobar. So things are just settling in right now with him. And, uh, I mean, if we can just get Yelich to swing a bat and remember how to play baseball, that would be great. <laughs> well, he had a multi-hit game today. And, hey, you, you crawl before you walk. All right, Patrick, thank, thanks for the call. 799-1250 to Brian. Brian, you're next. 17-4. to The Brewers win the game and sweep the series. Yeah, Tim, we're, uh, I, was at, I was at AmFam Salt today. Uh, sure was a really, really nice treat to be able to, to you know, take care of the Cubs. And I'm with you, Tim. I'll tell you, I have went, I have been through so many Cub Brewer matchups over the years, and I have Cub fans just breathing down my back, you know, doing things to us. And I am not going to feel sorry one, one, one iota about their inaptitude about you know putting a baseball team on the field by no means. And and I will just say this much, you know, I mean, I'm so glad the Brewers are doing what they're doing. I really feel good for the franchise and what they're, where they're going. Uh, but one thing, one thing from the game today, Tim, and, and uh, there was a little bit of an injury concern that I saw in pregame, and, mm-hmm. and Brent Suter came up a little bit lame. I don't know if he, how serious it was. I sure hope it's not. Uh, but he, he tweaked something in his back or neck, it looked like, and uh, I sure hope he's good after the plane ride to Pittsburgh, but all right, was that no, du- I, during batting? Was that during pitchers' batting practice? 
Yeah, there was no batting practice today, Tim, and it was just the pitchers on the right field line, and they were warming up, and everything was good. In fact, the guys were playing catch with the football, actually. Some of the guys were there having a great time, and, and all they were joking around, and, and Brent was playing catch with, I think he was playing with, with Topa, I think it was. I'm not for certain on that. Maybe it was Hobie Milner. Anyhow, he made a pitch, he threw a pitch, or he threw a ball, and all at once, he just, you could tell, he was uncomfortable, and he just didn't feel right, and he kind of you know, said a few words under his breath a little bit. He could tell he wasn't right, and then he, he said something to Hook, and then he walked off, and I kind of figured Brent wasn't going to be in a lineup today for sure, and, and I just hope he's all right because, you know, we need Brent Suter. I mean, I mean, he's a guy that can go multiple innings, and we just we can't lose anybody in this lineup. Today was another it was a day where a number of guys had a little bit of balls off the legs, and we just can't. we got to stay healthy. we got to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Thanks for the information right there. We'll see what we can dig up. All right, yeah, that must have been fun at, at Wrigley today, that's for sure. Uh, 799-1250. That bullpen, uh, it, it needs to, number one, get healthy, but also I, I think maybe they need to fall into some roles, and that's why I'm coming just short uh, at this point of, of talking about it. I mean, Daniel Norris, dude, I, you know, Stearns, I, I get taking a flyer on a, on a high ERA, but you're going to have to figure it out, buddy. You're going to have to figure out how to get some outs here because at this point, I don't know if I, I may trust Aaron Ashby more than I do Perdomo or Daniel Norris. I don't know. Maybe it's just something the bullpen's still in flux. COVID a lot to do with that injuries, a lot to do with that uh, as well. And also, uh, if you're just tuning in, a 17 to four final Brewers, uh, they outscore them 38 to nine in this four game series. And I will, I will say this that I really don't have any any you know sort of compassion for the plight of the Cubs right now. I mean, they look bad. <laughs> they look bad. I can't even say it with a straight face. They look awful. I mean, all these guys exit, and now you know they put the final nail in the coffin of Jake Arrieta after yesterday's uh, brilliant performance out of the former Cy Young Award winner. Uh, he was released by the Cubs, and and you know Hendricks looked like he was trying to imitate what uh, Arrieta did yesterday. Dude gave up eleven hits and nine runs. That's Kyle Hendricks there. So. Does that have anything to do with Rizzo and all these guys leaving? Yeah, I guess psychologically it does. But they're still, he's having a good year, Hendricks is. And the Brewers' offense just polluted him. It, it, was, it was over, and it was over early in this one. Let's go to Bob at 799-1250. Hello, B.O.B. Hey, how you doing, Tim? Good to hear you back. Uh, I missed you when uh, uh, Ronnie was covering for you. And after the Cubs game, it's got to be you, my friend. I, I love Romney, but not after a Cubs game. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. Uh, how did we end up giving up four runs to this team? My goodness, we walked in a run, we relax in the late innings and give up home runs. Should have kept, kept staying tough. Should have kept after them, and we didn't. We let up. That's disappointing. Cubs, ah, it's just an embarrassment to be in that uniform. I don't care when it is. These people are from Illinois, for God's sake. They're all bums. Uh, do you think maybe we should uh, give Arietta a minor league contract just to see if uh, maybe he can straighten out and really contribute next year for us? You know what? I did think about that. I've, I, 
it's been known to happen, taking a few flyers on some old crusty veterans, the, the Shelby Millers and some of these other guys. I mean, they've, they've, they've tried it before. I wouldn't rule it out with David Stearns. All, all bets on the table for Stearns, for sure. But he's, he's been bad. All right, Bob, thank, thanks for the call. See, I, again, is it childish for me to act like this, like I'm laughing and giddy over the – the, the, the plight and a, and a down swoop of a Cubs organization, we have to remember a few things. We, we can't forget about these things, and especially in my personal situation, growing up in Kenosha, still residing in Kenosha, still have some of my best buddies are Cub fans, and I got to hear it from them. I'm just a, down at the bar watching a Sunday night game or something. And I got to hear all about the Cubs. <clears throat> and they pull no punches. Ah, it's Little League up there in the north. You got small market team, small market results. I, I've heard this for years now. And let alone all the Cub garb that's all over Kenosha. Not anymore, though. They, they tend to crawl around uh, when they're good. And it doesn't look like they're going to be good for, for a while here. Let's keep your eyes on what a big market team does during a rebuild and compare that to a smaller market in Milwaukee. Look how quick this was in Milwaukee. If you think about it, look how quick the turnaround was. And they're embarking on a fourth consecutive playoff appearance. Smaller market, far less money, far less revenue. Let's see what the Cubs do. And they're, I don't know when, when the clock starts. Is it now? When would you say the rebuild starts? Was it was it like July first or right at the deadline? Sam, what do you think? When when would when does the clock start on their rebuild? Mid season twenty one? Yeah, and I think it kind of all started when we came back with uh Aaron Ashby on the mound that one in his first you know, his first game. I think that's when 15, it really hit seven. the Cubs. Yeah, I think that's really when it hit the Cubs. <laughs> they be, they've beaten this team nine consecutive games. It's it's hard for me to even you know, fathom that. All right, where do you want to go here? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. And again, guys, you know me. I'm going to wear the heart on the sleeve. I'm going to pull no punches. I'm celebrating someone's ineptitude, and it's the Chicago Cubs. If you say I have no heart or or, or, or I'm a little immature, okay, so be it. But I'm taking a world of pleasure out of this. Where are we going? I'm sorry. Let's go to Nate in the north side. Nate, what do you say? You're on the fan. What's good, Tim? What's happening? Man, the only thing I feel bad about is that we didn't put 20 up on these boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I feel bad about. That's the only thing at all. I don't feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for the Cubs. I don't feel sorry for the owners. I don't feel sorry for the players. Um, I don't feel sorry for them at all one bit. I don't feel sorry for the fans because guess what? We, like you said, we've been dealing with this for years and years and years. Even when I was a young kid, I'd be like, like, dang, like, this is like, really? Like, come on now. Like, so, like, guess what? No, don't feel sorry for him. Kyle Hendricks was put out there pitching like he was trying to get released, too, because it's, it's, all, cr- it's all crumbling down around that organization, and it's about, it's about time. And um, what was the question uh, about the, the World offense? Series? Yeah, the offense. Yeah, um... I believe, yeah, this could be a World Series offense. 
if you think about we just put 16, 16 runs, 17 runs up on these pathetic Cubs, and um, that wasn't even our A lineup. So if you would think about the A lineup and how, and if that would have been in there, it probably would have been even worse. Um, what I feel like the the difference between now and what the beginning of the season is, the the play, players aren't just sitting there watching balls come down the middle of the plate, and it seemed like earlier in the uh, season they were trying to be too patient, mm-hmm. trying to be too cute. Agreed. Um, and now they're now they're swinging for the fences and putting balls in play and. Striking out a lot less, a lot less. And and yep. have, have you noticed Craig Council isn't harping all over the walks anymore? You remember earlier in the year, it was all over. It was like it was like opening up another Christmas gift because the Brewers offense walks six times in the game. No. Today's baseball, you're gonna have to drive the baseball, be a little bit more on the aggressive side. And and honestly, Nate, you're right on the money. They have been. Yeah, they are they definitely they're they're saying, okay. Yeah, we're not going to swing out pitches out of the zone. We're not going. We're not going to give him. We're not going to give the pitcher strikes. But we're also not going to bail the pitchers out by not uh, not swing uh, not swinging that balls coming right down the middle. And we're going to take advantage of mistakes. If Christian Yellis can get, if Christian Yellis can give us what I don't need, I don't need MVP Christian Yellis. If he can give us what he gave us today, just finding gaps and finding the holes. We we can we can we can this could be a very good offense. I think, think it already it. it already is, Nate. All right, I got I got to move, and I will say this: that I, I again, do I have a heart? Yes. I just thought of something here. Okay, would I show a little compassion if, say, my wife or girlfriend was a huge Cubs fan? Maybe both of them are. I'm just kidding. Um. Would I then? That would put you in a situation where, yeah, you better watch it a little bit. You shouldn't be doing the happy dance around the living room. You know what I mean? Because then, mm, <laughs> I guess, I guess maybe I would. But I could see how then you would show a little compassion toward the Cubs' plight, as you know the Brewers uh, put down a, a beat down in a four-game set. I, it's tough for me to forget about those th- things doing this show for as long as I have. It's tough for me to hear the fans after a two-run jack by Hayward, or that I think might have been a three-run homer off Hayter. It's tough for me to forget how that sounded at American Family Field. It's tough to forget how Lou Pinella would line up his pitching staff, eyeballing the Brewers series, every single series, to start Dempster game one. It's tough for me to forget about Joe Madden lining up Jose Quintana to pitch game one of every series. I don't forget about those things. I don't, and there's more. There's a ton more. That's why it's so sweet, and it should be. It's those tough losses. It's that aggravation that should make you and, and all of us Brewers fans celebrate today. <laughs> Bing bong, the witch is dead, the wicked witch. (laughs) Oh, if you're a Cub fan, I can promise you, you hate me today. You just hate me today. Sam, do you you think so? I mean, is it a little too much? No, absolutely not. (laughs) 
I say keep going. Okay, okay, we will. We'll continue. We're going to hear from Craig Council, Luis Urias. How about that? Urias, Peterson, and Pino were 13 for 17 in today's game. Not the doubleheader, not the series. 13 for 17. Those three players today with five homers. Sorry, I'm spitting. And 15 runs knocked in. 15 of the 17. Five homers just from those three guys, and they're not even starters. We played the B team against you guys. Wow. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 17-4 the final. Brewers get the victory. 24 games over 500. A four-game sweep over the Chicago Cubs. We'll be right back. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. They sweep the Cubs in a four-game set, and it's an absolute beatdown today, 17-4. to and they take care of Arietta yesterday. They take care of Hendricks today. There's just there's no match for this Brewer team. And I will say this. Um, I think you guys know, uh, longtime listeners of the show, the unfair balance of big market versus small market. It's, it's clear to see that it's not a level playing field in all of baseball uh, between the bigger markets and the smaller markets. But that, that being said, it's, it's, it's funny that we rejoice the ground that, that Epstein and Hoyer walk on. I know Epstein's out, but we, we, we just cherish the ground that they walk on because they take a huge payroll in a big market and they put something together. Now, I will credit their scouting department for putting that core together. That's the one area I'll, I'll put together. So in essence, I guess they're held accountable for that. But I think we'd all agree. Much easier to do it in a big market. Go do it in a smaller market. Theo, Jed, you guys down in Chicago, you want to impress me? Go do it in Pittsburgh then. Go do, go do it here in Milwaukee then. Well, not now because Stearns is the man. But do it in a small market. See how you fare. It's, you're going to find out it's not as easy as you did in Boston and as you did in Chicago two large markets with a hell of a lot more money. All right, 799-1250. If I'm being childish and immature over this on a, on a radio station and on a radio show that I've been doing for 16 years, I'm not going to apologize for that because I'm letting it all out. In fact, I've got band practice tonight all lined up, ready to go. Normally it's a mm, two to three beer kind of practice, you know, night game tomorrow. Mm, I'm going to probably probably double that tonight in a practice. See if I can drink myself out of this band again. All right, all right. Let's go to let's go to Ray. Ray, you're next on the fan. What's on your mind? Hey, hey Tim, I got great news. We had we swept the Cubs, and then you're practicing for a band again. That's awesome. That is, it, it, you know, it's it's both are, are a lot of fun. I do I do want to say before the end of the uh, show today, I'll uh, give you a little heads up uh, uh, as to where the band will be two weeks from tomorrow, and it's baseball and Brewers related. Ray. All right, I'll definitely stay tuned in then, because I'm here in Chicago and I'm loving it. And I'm trying to find where I can celebrate with a brandy old-fashioned sweep. 
Flyers. I don't know. I, I tend to stay out of Chicago, although I will be there in a couple of weeks to see. Uh, do I dare admit this? Sam, Hall & Oates. I'm going to Tinley Park to see Hall & Oates in concert. Eh, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. All right, Ray, always a pleasure hearing from you. It's been a while. Hey, we appreciate that. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Ray was uh, my last band. He would come down uh, into the Kenosha area and, and check us out and have some fun. And I remember doing some shots with Ray and his brother, too. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. What's that, Sam? Let's go to Pete. Pete, you're next on the fan. What's on your mind, Pete? Hey, Jim. This is Pete from Appleton. Hey, gotcha. um, you know, I don't have a heart either. I'm sorry. You know what? I, I got so sick of listening to Cub fans talk about how their team was going to win multiple World Series and they were the greatest team put together and they were just going to last forever. And you know what? That Cubs team will be just like the 85 Bears. In 50 years, they'll still be talking about that because that's the only thing they got. So, I'm sorry. I got no compassion for them whatsoever. And you know what? The Brewers took it to them earlier this year in all the Cub games when they had all their talented players. True. So, I mean, don't give me this that, well, yeah, you beat us now because we're bad. Well, we kicked the crap out of you earlier, and you weren't bad. You were actually in the running. You know, you were right up there with us, challenging us for first place at the time. So they may have actually been in first place, you know, for a few of those games. There was a tie. Sam, we're going to look that up. Pete, we'll look that up, too. When were they tied for first? I think there was a moment there in June in which these two teams were tied for first. So I got no compassion whatsoever for, for Cub fans, for the Cubs, for the organization. I mean, you're, what, the third biggest media market in the, in the country? You shouldn't have to rebuild if you're the Chicago Cubs. You should just be retooling. And I'm sorry, these owners are just cheap, and they didn't want to pay their players. Well, no one and, wants to call Jed Hoyer out on the table, out on the carpet here. Why in the world did you wait so long? Why did you get far less than you would have gotten a year ago for these guys? Right. If you weren't gonna, if, if you were, if you weren't gonna sign them, then you should have traded them all last year. You would have got way better, you know, players in return, and people probably wouldn't have been so upset then. But I'm sorry, when you got a guy like you know Javi Baez and Chris Bryant, you know I could see where you know you'd be a little hesitant with Rizzo because he does have a lot of back issues. And, you know, he, he has been hurt a lot. But now look at him playing for the Yankees. Of course, he's got COVID now. But, he's, you know, he's playing for the Yankees and he's playing well. I mean, mm-hmm. what didn't you like about those guys? I, and, and I don't understand it. You so, should have been better. And, again, we're, we're going we're gonna to make all this all better if you're a Cub fan. Well, we won the World Series in 16. Okay, well, we're not talking about 16. We're talking about now. We're talking well, about 21. Yeah. I'll be hearing about when the Cubs won the World Series in 2036 or 2046, too. So all right. that's, that's all I'll be hearing about is the one in 2016. All right, remember, thank, you. In, thank last, you. in the last 50 years, the Brewers and the Cubs have both been to the World Series. So, true. You know what? That is true, I yes. I, I don't care. You know, it's not. Okay, all right. So not one. You got to, Pete. So not one person has called to say, Tim, come on, you guys that have called up and celebrated the the fall of the Chicago Cub team, and you don't feel 
any sort of residual compassion about that? Have you no heart? Don't you feel bad? Um, Not one person yet. Someone tried to explain that I shouldn't feel like this. (laughs) Because I can't wait to get to my cub buddies. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. (laughs) And you don't even have to say much. You just got to look at them. Just, just, just give them the look. Yeah, how about your cubbies? <laughs> wow. You want to get one more in here, Sam? Yeah. Let's go to Doug. All right, Doug, you're next on the fan. What's happening? Now, Doug, I will say this, that I didn't intentionally uh, avoid doing the game recap because you score 17 in a sweep over the Cubs. We're going to play all of those uh, highlights here today. So what's, what's going on? Hey, Tim, you got no heart. And I love it. <laughs> okay. You know you know how big a smidgen is? Yeah. I have. I don't have a smidgen of feeling sorry for the Cubs. Not even a smidgen. And to top it off. Oh, did we lose him? Oh, we're starting to lose you, Doug. Hang on. Yeah, I'll put him back on hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if his cell improves there. That's good. That's good. Do you feel sorry for the Cubs? Aw. Everyone should be a winner. No. No, not when not when those fans, and some would say unruly, but there's always home fans that are unruly too. So I'm uh, objective in that regard. But, you know, again, you, you, you guys have dealt with the fans at, you know, all of the the stadiums, County Stadium, Miller Park, American Family Field. You guys have dealt with, you know, the Dempsters and Quintanas. You guys have dealt with a big home run late in a game. It's a Brewer win, and here they come. Yep, there they go, a couple of infield singles. You guys have dealt with Fontenot and Terrio and Zambrano. You guys have dealt with all that. Now it's time. It's time that they're paying us back. Yep. Or we're paying them back in a really good way. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next on the fan. What's up, Mike? No compassion at all. Not Uh, a bit. I started listening. I was listening to Sparky talk about his summer Houston basketball. Didn't get that. I didn't get uh, Romney talking about whatever he was talking about. It's Brewer talk time now. Let's take this team. Fans, it's time. Let's take this team to the finish line. I don't hate Cubs players. I hate Cubs fans. If their manager wants to put them in a hole, so be it. But let's, it's our time. Let's get behind this team, barring injuries, and let's get to the finish line. Thanks, Tim. Mike, you got it, and it brings right, up a great po- it, it, it brings up a great point. You know, you have that Deer District with what happened with the Milwaukee Bucks, how the city itself, not just the Bucks fans, but just maybe, maybe just people on the periphery of even being a sports fan. I mean, you had the state of Wisconsin kind of embracing this run by the Bucks. Okay, and you had uh, anchors, news anchors, 
four, eight, 12, six in Milwaukee, all in on the ride with the Milwaukee Bucks. Mike brings up a great word. Let's now embrace this brewer run to embrace these guys much the same as we did with the Bucks. I think means means something. We finally get players, coaches, managers that will admit it does make a difference. The fan base does make a difference in a baseball game or in a baseball series. They're finally admitting it. I've said it the whole way through. I've said it for 20 years. Get on these guys. You can affect them. You know where I learned that? I learned that with a bunch of drunken buddies. I might have been one of them. Um, Sitting near the on-deck circle. Gosh, I don't know. Late 80s, early 90-ish. Ed Sprague Jr. Or was it Eddie Sprague? No, I think it was Ed Sprague. We were all over this guy. We just, we had fourth row seats or whatever it was. And we, we were all over this guy. Eddie, what's your phone number? 643-543. Five, four, oh, it's 543. What's your phone? Dude ended up losing his mind, getting thrown out of a game, arguing a ball and strike call, hit into like two double plays. And I said, you know what? I, I, I wonder. He was super pissed at us. Super pissed. Eyeball in the whole way. But we never swore. We were just kind of just, just we just picked him and got on him. And that's when I thought, I was a young adult at the time. That's when I thought, you know what? Man, we, we sort of, and, and I looked around and I went, fans could affect the outcome of a game. They could affect the, 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 the presence or the mental state of a pitcher. In a huge situation, you guys have heard the loudness of American Family Field. You've you've been there with Miller Park and Yelly and Brawny going back-to-back in the ninth inning to walk off against the Cardinals. I don't know if it gets any louder than that. But how about we embrace this Brewer squad right down the stretch here in 21? And the attendance has been better, and I know the kids are going back to school. I know there's this uh, assumed surge if you will but again we have we have the freedom to go embrace this team and I think we should and I think we will and I think we are to a degree Mike thanks for that point all right we we have to take a break and then I promise you we will get to the game recap if you miss the game today you will hear all the glorious amazing terrific highlights in a Brewers 17-4 victory over the Chicago Cubs to sweep them in a four-game set, and they look horrible. Real quick before the break, the one good thing I do have a heart on, well, that sounded weird, um, is the Romines. Did you see that, Sam, Austin, and Andrew? I did not. They were the battery today, the two brothers, at the end of the game there. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is kind of cool. Regardless of the uniform, that is kind of cool. So I do have a heart pause on that topic. Sapella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. And Tim Allen is taking your calls now on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan. Dial him up now at 414 799 1250 
or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Just got a text from a uh, Cub fan friend of ours. I say ours because uh, you guys know him too. Uh, and he said, way too much today. I hate you today. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. All right, time for the game recap. If you guys happen to miss this game, um, that's okay. I understand you got things going on. Uh, is it appointment uh, viewing or listening? Brewers baseball quite yet? No, not quite yet. Not collectively to the entire community like it was the Bucks, but starting to get there. It's, it's starting to do a lean toward, toward that sort of uh, atmosphere. And uh, including the state of Wisconsin. But 46 games remain here in the 21 championship season. They are now 70 and 46. The Cubs were in first place, as we checked, as late as June 24th, tied with the crew. June 24th. That's almost three months. That's almost halfway through the season, guys. So... As I think it was a big choke job by the Cubs. It, they choked on this down the stretch. They didn't know what to do. They were they were they are or they certainly were at that point a team in flux. They didn't know what was going to happen, and I think that distracted them enough to just go in the tank. And they did that, especially today. Uh, and in this series, let's get to our game recap in the Brewers victory. First inning Brewers go in order that that's weird. Yeah. Hendricks doing his thing. Bottom half, Woody into some trouble in this one leadoff base hit followed up by an infield single. Now a, 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 a deep count battle to wisdom, which, uh, did end up in a double play ground ball and he ends up getting out of it. A uh, little tapper in front of the plate, uh, off the bat of Hap, And so it's scoreless into the second inning brewers, some heavy lifting in the second, a leadoff triple by Escobar and he is knocked home. The next hitter, Luis Urias. And Urias on the first pitch, drills one left center, that is into the ivy. Extra bases for Urias. Escobar scores easily. And Luis Urias, an RBI double, the Brewers strike first at Wrigley Field again. Yeah, and I think there, there's the highlights on Bally Sports Wisconsin. We, all these highlights, we have to keep in mind who they're playing and where they're playing. It just makes it so much more pleasurable while you listen to these things. So it's one zip. Then it was uh, Jace Peterson, and he had a huge day. We'll compile the numbers in just a little while, but Jace Peterson adds to the Brewers' lead. And now Peterson hoists one in the air, left center, carrying, got a chance, and it's gone. Jace Peterson, a two-run home run. Boy, that's some Bayou power right there. Peterson barrels it up. A two-run blast to the opposite field, and the Brewers lead three to nothing. Next hitter, Manny Pino with a base hit. And that means in the second inning, I don't know, flying under the radar, they hit for the cycle in that second inning. Okay, we'll take that. Jackie Bradley Jr. followed up Pena's base hit with a knock of his own, two on, and after a ground out by Woody, moves the runners over. Uh, Colton Wong gets hit by a pitch to load the bases with three in and just one out for, 
Well, the Brewers, in in theory, their best hitter since May 22nd, Willie Adamas. Including that one this year. That one's back up the middle of base hit. Danny Pena will score. Bradley Jr. on his way to the plate. He's in. And it is five to nothing, Milwaukee. Oh, putting a high five on the uh, Cubs there in that second inning. Uh, Yelich with a deep fly out. Wong goes over to third on the play. Uh, let's see, a walk to Escobar. or I should say Escobar up and Adama steals second base. Second and third, five in, two out. And Matt Duffy, a little flare, and he he finally ends the inning. They bat 10, scoring five times on six hits, a hit batter, a stolen base, and they take the uh, lead into the bottom of the second inning. Cubs trying to answer back in that second inning. Woody just laboring. Long at bat to Bodie, a leadoff walk. He gets a bouncer to the right side. Escobar flips to Woody, and he drops it there for an error. Two on, nobody out. Cubs trying to battle back. Uh, Woodruff then uh, bears down a little bit, gets a couple of strikeouts, and with the pitcher up, Hendricks, he walks him on four pitches to load the bases to face Ortega. And over 40 pitches to that point for Woody, uh, Woody falls behind Ortega, 3-1, then a foul ball, full count foul ball, and he walks in uh, run. Ortega with a nice little bat flip there. Way to go, Rafael. Um, three walks and an error in that frame, 53 pitches after that walk. He finally gets Duffy to pop it up for the final out. 38 pitches in that one inning, 56 total through the two innings, Five to one into the third. It was not going to be long for Brandon Woodruff today. Neither team scored in that third inning. Jace Peterson did have a double. Uh, leadoff man Wisdom reaches on Luis Urias' error in the bottom half. Second error in the game for the crew to that point. Five one into the fourth inning. Rowdy Telez to pinch hit for Woody right there. And means Woody's day is done. 74 pitches, three innings, one unearned run on two hits, three walks, and three strikeouts. Brewers empty in that fourth inning. Uh, Colton Wong had a double in that inning into the bottom of the fourth inning. Hunter Strickland to take over for Woody. And the leadoff man on again for Chicago. Strikeout, strikeout, pop up, and that ends that threat right there is, uh, as the game hits the fifth inning. Brewers looking for more in, in the fifth, and they get it. A leadoff base hit by Escobar, followed up by a double from Urias, followed up by a Jace Peterson walk to load the bases with nobody out. It uh, set up Manny Pena, and it set up his opportunity to show some pineapple power. Center field. Oh, that ball is hit way back. Manny Pena sends one out. A grand slam. The pineapple with a knockout punch in the fifth inning. Nine to one Brewers. And Manny Pena with his eighth home run of the season. A no doubter. That is awesome for Manny Pena. Wow, a grand slam against the Cubs. Four-plus innings of 11-hit, nine-run baseball for the Chicago Cubs ace. Oh, I love those numbers. Uh, Justin Topa in uh, for the bottom half of that fifth inning to make a season debut. Justin looking good, a 1-2-3 frame into the sixth inning at 9-1. to We're not done yet with highlights. 
getting more in the sixth inning. Yelich, a base hit. Luis Urias with his third double of the game to put runners on second and third. Brought up Jace Peterson, already a couple of hits and a walk and two knocked in. Make it three for three with a walk and four RBIs for Jace. On the ground and through. It's a single for Peterson, and two runs are going to score. It is 11-1. Have a day, Jace Peterson. Four RBIs now, on base four times, and now three hits in the game. And he is a triple away from the cycle. Next hitter in that sixth inning, Manny Pena, and more pineapple power. And Manny Pena sends one deep left center. This is way back and into the bleachers it goes. The pineapple strikes again. (laughs) With brand new batting gloves this time, Manny Pena. How about a six RBI game? He's got three hits. Wow, wow, wow. On Valley Sports Wisconsin, 13-1, to pouring things on into the bottom of the sixth inning. Daniel Norris into pitch the sixth inning, gave up a walk and a hit, but no runs into the seventh inning. And this game just crawling. You score that many runs, man, it's, it's going to be a long game. Brewers, they were not content looking for more in the seventh inning. Leadoff walk by Wong. Yelly a base hit, his second knock of the game, although Wong is thrown out at third. Escobar with a base hit to put two on for Luis Urias. Oh, that ball is hit well and way back and gone. And a nice catch in the stands. Luis Urias. And we'll get that one back. Three doubles and a home run. Ten total bases. And the Brewers lead 16-1 to one now. Three-run wow. shot for Urias. Gives him a four-RBI game. Jace Peterson would follow that up with a base hit for a four-hit day. Manny Pena would pop out. Uh, just a huge, huge game for Urias, Peterson, and Pena. I mean, outstanding, 13 for 17 with five home runs and 15 RBIs in this ballgame. Unbelievable. I I haven't seen that in in three players in a long, long time in one Brewers game. Uh, Daniel Norris in pitching the seventh inning, played a little home run derby. Swindell and Wisdom go back-to-back to to make it 16-3. Shockingly, neither team scores in the eighth inning. Josh Hader got some work in, struck out the side around a single. That was good. Finally, the game got to the ninth inning. And the Brewers, well, they add on. How about the game from Luis Urias? And Urias, a drive left center. Is he going to do it again? He is. Oh, Luis Urias. Have a day. Fifth hit of the game, his second homer to go along with three doubles and a four-RBI game for Luis Urias. Wow. It could have been better. He had a, a, an RBI taken away. A ball got trapped in the ivy there. 
was ruled a ground rule double. Yelly would have scored on one of those doubles. But <laughs> Brewers uh, go on for the victory. Uh, Sanchez did give up a run in the ninth. 17-4 final, 70-46 and here in the 21 championship season. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Craig Council, got to be pleased. He's next here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Hey, Craig, uh, we were just talking to Woody. Uh, he's pitched some really good games this year where he didn't get many runs. <laughs> and today he had to leave a little early and you score 17. This baseball's weird, isn't it? Yeah, for me, we, we swung the bats great. I mean, I, I think, you know, the, the big thing for me is that we have not had a lot of success against Hendricks. Um, and so to, to get him like we did today felt good because he's, he's been a really tough customer for us. Um, and we, we did, we did a nice job against him. You know, we made him work and Manny's obviously capped it off, but, um, the, the five run inning was huge as well. And, um, it, it's been, a, it's always been a real challenge against him. So to have a big one against him was nice. What do you sort of chalk up Woodruff's day to? Just one of those days that happens in this game or, or something specific for, from your Yeah, opinion? I mean, look, I mean, he gave up one run in three innings, you know, so it, it's, it's you know, not, there, nothing really bad happened here. Um, he, he just was out of sync and he was fighting his delivery and he was just continuing to fight it. Um, and uh, with, with the way the second inning went and how much he had to do in that inning, uh, you know, I just – thought it was enough for today. Um, so, you know, I thought he had one inning at one, there was maybe one more inning to go for him um, with, with what he had done in the second. So, you know, after, after I just decided that was enough and get him a little bit of breather going into the next one. Craig, what Lewis did is so incredible. Five extra base hits in one game, a franchise record. When you think of some of the sluggers, Play for the Brewers, you know, Cecil Cooper, Yatches, on and on. They five extra base hits. It's amazing. You don't see games like this often, for sure. Um, and I mean, there was four, there was five really hard hit balls. No, no, no cheapies in there either. I mean, it was it was five rockets. And yeah, he got uh, you know he, the, you know it started off with with the double and the the double in the first or the second first at bat. Um, got us going. Started the day. Um, and he capped it off with the homer. So it was, it was a great day for him. Um, really swung the bat well. Those three hitters in a row, um, Luis, Jace, and Manny, you know, they all had a lot of fours and fives next to their names. <laughs> That's some big numbers. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, frankly, a couple of those guys were, were kind of waiting on some injury guys and so as the lineup actually, but um, Chase had a great day as well. Um, you know, Manny's homer was the was the hit of the day, um, but those guys did great in the kind of down in the lineup had, had huge days. 
Craig, this was just a really kind of challenging stretch, starting with the rain out, double header, um, you know, long game again today. I mean, but the numbers offensively, it's just this as good as you could ask for, considering the circumstances of this series. Yeah, I mean, I think everything we did this series was good. I think we pitched well, um, and we, we swung the bats really, really well. Um, the, the wind was blowing out the whole series. We we really hadn't taken advantage of it. Well, we, I, I think we had a couple of homers in the first game of the doubleheader, but took advantage of it today. But I'm not sure any of those were necessarily cheap home runs today. They were pretty well hit, but um, we, we swung the bats well, um, and, you know, we took advantage of – Take advantage of that, and I, I think that's um, gave our guys some run support. Um, we, we got through the game a three inning start, and I still feel like we got through the game really well today. Um, so, all things you know, it's it, it was a really good week in Wrigley. Craig, this this team obviously has a lot of talent, a lot of pitching talent was uh, in particular, but it also has some resiliency. Um, you guys have fought through a lot of stuff already this year. I know you still got a ways to go, but you just must be proud of the way your team answers challenges so far. I mean, I think what it, like today was an example of a day of just the, the we're a you know we're a twenty six man team. It's it's really more than that, but it's it's you know all twenty six guys can seriously help you win games, and I, and I thought today was a great example of that. And that's that's how you win a lot of games is that you do that, but we had, we're getting contributions in a, in a four game series from, from everybody. And, um, you know, and it, do, it doesn't have to, we're not relying on one guy to do, to do it. Um, it, it can be different guys. It is different guys. Uh, you can count on it being different guys. And that's, I think leads to you being a pretty good team, um, that we can count on other guys, whoever's in the lineup, stepping up, who's ever out on the mound, stepping up, um, that's going to let you withstand the, the normal, you know, just things are going to happen during a season. And it's, it's allowed us to withstand all. Let's find out the play of the game brought to you by ABC audio video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove on the fan. Brewers win 17 to 4 today. It's the first time the Brewers have swept the Cubs in a four-game series ever. They now lead the all-time series by one game. See how this works? You, you beat them nine in a row. Those types of things tend to happen. All right, ABC Audio Video plays of the game. Now, you know, most times we will pick apart what Craig Council does, and sometimes rightly so. I mean, what, why didn't you start this guy? Why do, why do you have this lineup? And, and that's okay. That's, that's what this platform and, and certainly baseball is all about, the big debate. But in this case, the play of the game to have – Luis Urias in the lineup today, Manny Pena and Jace Peterson. I, I got to be honest. I looked at that lineup and said, hey, you got these guys back on their heels. You know, you're trying to get the best record in baseball here. Let's put them out of their misery and go with, you know, Omar against the righty. Go with Telez against the right-hander. Now, Avi, I get, was hit, so Jace, you know, takes that spot. But those three guys... To play those three guys is definitely your ABC audio video play of the game. We're going to give them credit when, when these types of things happen. Those three players 
if the circumstances are a little bit different, if the calendar is a little bit different, they're never not one of these three starts the game. Collectively, 13 for 17 with five homers and 15 RBIs. Just those three players, fringe players in terms of what we deem as fans as our A lineup. I mean, he doesn't look at it that way, and he can't look at it that way, but what a play by counsel to play these three guys and end up 13 for 17, five homers, 15 knocked in. Not in the series, in the game. They got it done. Well, and then you have to give Pineapple the credit here. This is a little bonus play of the game, too. Center field. Oh, that ball is hit way back. Matty Pena sends one out. A grand slam. The Pineapple with a knockout punch in the fifth inning. Nine to one Brewers. And Matty Pena with his eighth home run of the season. A no doubter. That's yeah, a grand slam in that uh, fifth inning. It was kind of a knockout blow right there, 9-1 to one after that slam. Uh, we're going to hear from Manny Pena up next. Don't go anywhere. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's Sam Schmitz, Tim Allen, Brewers win again, 70-46, and 46, 24 games, over 500. We'll be back, 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Yeah, you Manny Pena fans are really happy today. Three for six today, three runs scored, and six ribbies in this Brewers 17-4 victory. Always entertaining to hear from the Brewers' longest tenured player. Did you realize that? He's, He's been in a Brewers uniform longer than anybody else. Until Ryan Braun gets back. I don't know if I'm kidding or not. Let's hear from the Brewers backstop after a big, big day at Wrigley. Manny, do you have any equipment left after giving away all those batting gloves? <laughs> I got three, three left. So, yeah, so I tell the kid in my first about, if any homer, I'm going to give it to you the batting glove. And, and when I take the pitch, I look at those kids and they were like, like they want, they want me here at home. That was good. Manny, with uh, you've seen how Brandon Woodruff hasn't gotten lots of runs all year long. How nice was it today for the offense to score a ton of runs on a day where he had a hard time? Yeah. So, yeah, it's those days like you don't feel comfortable on the mound. But we got we got him, man. We have his back, and, and we, we're doing very good offenses. And that's going to that gonna happen. I mean, not every time, but when the pitcher don't feel comfortable and you make a good offense in the game, that's the huge, the huge because our ace pitcher, he don't feel comfortable. And we need to keep keep it down, keep going and, and bring run. Manny, you've seen over the years how tough Hendricks has been for your team. Were you surprised at the good swings that you all got off him today? Yeah, so Hendrick, last couple of years, he having a good success against us. Well, today we got him, so we, we're keeping a good contact. 
So everybody was feeling comfortable when he threw the ball. So I hit the ball very well. Yuda, uh, Urias, and Peterson, those guys hit the ball very good. So so he got good scout report from, from Andy, and, the, and then we take that plan to, to the game. Manny, this team, nothing seems to stop you guys. You know, you had injuries early, COVID outbreak, but you guys just keep keep moving forward. How do you do it? Yeah, man, this this thing gonna do a lot of special moment, man. Like you said, it was like uh, five days ago, we don't have the bullpen we have right now, like a five, four guy in the COVID list. So now Hayde is back, the Stringler is back, Colson is back. Now we got more, more refers, refers to to keep winning the game. The offense is way better too, isn't it? Yeah, everybody taking a quality about man. Everybody taking a good swing, swinging the stride, and that's what we have to do. The last 46, 48 game, I don't know. So we we need to finish hard, finish hard, man. This month, next month, and try to keep on the first place to make the playoff. Manny, how tough physically were these uh, three days for you catchers with it being so hot? Say it again. How difficult were these uh, couple of days with how hot it was down there? Yeah, it's not easy, man. It's not easy when you play so with the with the weather so hot and so humid, man. You're sweating so much. So for the training, they're doing an amazing job. Keep, keep hydrating us. And I think that's the key. Keep drinking water and hydrating every inning. And keep it cold for for go to the when I go when I gotta go catch. Winning winning makes it better though, right, Manny? It's it's tough when you're losing in the heat. Yes, yes. If you wanna play hot, play in the, in the hot weather, and you win, doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow, there he is, Manny Pena again, three for six, six RBIs, three runs scored, a couple of home runs, one of them. A grand slam. He mentioned the hot weather, him and Adam McAlvey right there. And, you know, you get to thinking about the brutal weather and you could say, wow, they're just playing a baseball game. Think about the catcher all harnessed up, you know, 90 degrees or if, if not more on, on the index. And then it, it shows you that these guys are in far better shape than us, for sure. And, you know, I get huffing and puffing when I'm, Walking the dogs down the sidewalk. I guess the cigarettes don't help. All right, let's let's uh, let's turn you guys loose here. A uh, three-game set starts in Pittsburgh tomorrow. There is some rain in the forecast, so maybe we'll have to dodge some uh, tea storms and, and some wet stuff in Pittsburgh as per usual. But Brett Anderson, Sam Schmidt's back on the mound. Yes, he is coming off the cramp injuries. He is right now 4-5 and five with a 3.54 ERA. Unbelievable. He'll be going up against Pirates righty Mitch Kelly tomorrow. He is 3-9 and nine this season, Tim, with a 7.06 ERA. Well, the offense might stay fat, but you never know. It's still a baseball game. So uh, first pitch, 6.05. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Pella, windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove for Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen. Oh, this was a sweet victory especially over the Cubs, to uh, finish up 
a four-game sweep and 24 games over 500. We'll see you tomorrow. This one easy after a win like this. Easy to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.